Hey, welcome back everybody to the podcast and we are back to the normal schedule today. If those of you that were complaining to me last week, we're missing Chris. I'm happy to say Chris has returned. I'm back. Welcome back, Chris. Thank so, you. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back on the regular schedule. Hopefully we'll stick to it. If Chris is unavailable, he's a busy guy. You make money, right? I try. He tries. Yeah. So we will do our best to stick to it, but welcome in, guys. Thank you for joining us. Roll that intro music. All right, so we're back. Last week's podcast, for those of you that missed it, go back and listen to it. It was about vacations, and I was going to talk to Chris about that because I'm leaving in a couple of weeks, two weeks from this coming Monday, which sounds crazy to me for the conference in Vegas, and the Thursday before that, I'll be in Minnesota, so pretty much like 10 days till I go away, uh, which is pretty staggering to me because I have about 30 days of work to get done in those 10 days. So, Chris, how do you feel about vacation? Do you get stressed out like I do? I do. I get stressed out uh, as soon as it gets booked, um, and depending on how far it is, I get you know stressed out and start to think of the things I need to kind of get covered before I leave. Um, but I know the whole point in a vacation is to go relax and have fun. So I really do try wait, to do that. Wait, there, there's a point of yeah. relaxing on vacation. How come I never get that? Every time I'm in Vegas, it's like wake up at 6 a.m., hungover, partially still intoxicated to go to a conference. Well, that's not a full vacation. That's kind of a half and half. Well, this year, I don't, this year I don't have to speak or get up for meetings and photo shoots. So I'm going to get a little more enjoyment. What is that? <laughs> we're gonna not talk about the reason why i'm not speaking we'll just say it was voluntary <laughs> i was voluntarily removed actually I, I removed myself but that's another topic for another day um so chris didn't listen to the podcast i know he didn't oh. the individual one he's slacking i uh i'll make him listen to it but it was pretty good i feel comfortable good. i made it short short and sweet since it was just me i feel like podcasts we were just talking about it before we came on are made for two or more people. I listen to quite a few podcasts, and they're all duos, <clears throat> mostly. I, I can't or like think, three people. Or three yeah. people, yeah. I listen to some with three people, too. I can't think of any that are with individuals. Does anybody who listens to this podcast, if you listen to any individual single people that are podcasting, leave them in a voicemail or email them or something to me, because I would like some recommendations for podcasts. So oh, you're trying to cut me out. <laughs> trying to cut... It's a it's a just in case Chris decides to quit on this new gig. You know, the average employee only lasts like ninety days at a new job they don't like. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so we're we're like approaching. Oh, I'm an employee. We're approaching I the six. to see you about my paycheck. Uh, hasn't gone in yet. The average volunteer only lasts like sixty <laughs> days. I'm an intern. <laughs> Interning, volunteering, you know, it's all the same. So this week, uh, since we covered vacations last week, I don't, Chris, you're not going away anytime soon, are you? September. Yeah, no time soon. It'll be a few months. A few months. When did you go away last? Because I know the answer to that uh, question. What was that? May? May. Yeah, May. Where did you go in May? Jamaica. Jamaica. How yeah. was Jamaica? How was it? Yes. Very good. You flew there. Yes. We flew there. We stayed at a beaches resort. Beaches. My four-year-old daughter won't stop talking about it. Won't she stop. She wants to go back. She loved it. Wow. I have not been to like a Sandals Beaches resort. Is it worth the money versus going cruising? To stay at one place for the whole time as opposed to I like... I think it is. It's a lot more relaxing. It's more laid back. Uh, you know, it's a more of a homey feeling. You don't have to rush. You get more room in your room. You get more <laughs> versus room. Versus a cruise. In a boat. 
Absolutely. But, I, I'm going to do it. I've been thinking about doing the, the all-inclusives because every time we, we've been on like six or seven cruises and it's like rush, 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 one port to the next. You get like six hours and then you got to get back on the boat. I think we'll do all-inclusive. Where are you going in September? We're going on a cruise, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going on the new Royal Caribbean, the Harmony. Ooh, that one's so, got like the zip line and the big... Yeah, 17 they put a big decks. slide that goes all the way from the top down. 17 decks or something is the total size of the ship. I don't know how many it goes down. It's big. Yeah. It's huge. That's crazy. Where's it going? It is going to... Good question. I know it's going to St. <laughs> Thomas, which Ooh. we like. St. Martin, Ooh. I believe. Um, I don't know if it's going to Puerto Rico. I forget, but it's, it's is that new places we have. I wanted been. to say I saw something about Martinique. No, it doesn't go there. No. Because that's Eastern Caribbean, right? Yeah, it's the Eastern Caribbean. St. Thomas, St. Martin. It's Virgin Islands, British Virgin yeah. Islands, and no, maybe... Uh, St. Thomas is U.S. Virgin U.S., Islands, and yeah. St. Martin is British Virgin Islands. St. Martin is split between French and Dutch. Oh, see, I don't know. I, this is like <laughs> this is like rich guy vacation oh, yeah. spots. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about this. Like us poor guys go to like key west on boats and Mm -hmm. stuff that's as far as we get we go so (laughs) um so after the vacation i'll be gone in august and then i guess chris is leaving in september so we'll work out the whole podcasting like we'll record it before you leave and then i'll post it while you're gone um chris has been gone since like since we didn't get together for the podcast the whole ebay crash from last where last where we are see last week I gotta learn to enunciate my words when I'm talking into a microphone. Um, I don't want to get into eBay too much because this podcast isn't like a reselling podcast. It is what we do for a living mostly, um, but I do want to talk about like the panic when things change in business and when things go bad. And I think Chris Chris isn't like in crash mode by any means, but things are slow. Things are really slipping and down, and we're just discussing like why maybe or the reasons or. What do we think's going on? How do you handle this? Like, what are you uh, doing right now? Well, it's. I think it's a combination of a summer slump and obviously continued issues with, you know, market saturation. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I do? I at first it's it's pretty stressful. It you know you start to think that you know you have a bad couple days and that's how the days are going to be moving forward or get worse. So you have a little bit of panic at first, or at least I do. But then you know. That, you start to think like you know this this isn't this isn't something you can't overcome this isn't something you can't work with that's what we do you know do you know how many change do you know how many people time. i wish you could have said that to this week that told me they were like literally going to quit ebay quit selling quit business i'm pretty sure i got a couple of emails that said people were going to stop working period <laughs> i was a little overwhelmed by that because i was like you know things aren't going very well for me either right now uh this is kind of the other part do you remember that talk we had this back a couple podcasts ago but we've had this talk before about saving money when things are good so you don't panic when things are bad because things are always going to be like nothing's going to be like christmas all year round right so that is like lesson number one guys if you have a good month try to put some money away put it in the safe put it in savings whatever you got to do um i'm kind of bad about that i'll be i'll be completely honest when things are good i spend money yeah. I just naturally have always and diversifying done it. too. Like yes. so, say you're in a certain niche or you're in a certain, you know, groove of sourcing from a certain place and selling a certain uh, group of goods. Yes. Uh, consider dabbling in other stuff too to at least get experience because 
even if you say you're selling, say you're selling some goods and it's going well. And so you take that money and you put it into the same exact goods over and over again. Yes. So when it gets bad for that segment, you're stuck with all this inventory in that one particular uh, category, basically. So you put all your eggs in one basket. It's slow. And you have so much money tied up, you can't get it. You have no product that may move quickly. Yeah, no plan. No plan B. And a lot of people were talking about platform diversification, but I think that's a good point because I discussed it on my live show Thursday on YouTube about product diversification because it may not be the platform that's completely down. I actually had a few people email me that were selling. Um, I'll give you an example like uh, iPods, electronics, mobile stuff. Their sales are up by like 50%. And I'm like, so it's not eBay that's crashed. It's just certain products. And so... Um, the clothing market is really down on eBay. The shoe market is uh, average at best. There's a lot of markets that are down. So it may not just be, you know, jump into Poshmark or Amazon or bouncing back, back and forth. It's product diversification. So platform and product eggs in one basket, bad idea. So, you know, think about getting some stuff that applies to this particular season. Uh, maybe seasonals Um, good. Yeah. What I've noticed in selling uh, some seasonal merchandise is right at the turn of a season is when you'll get a spike in sales. So for instance, if you sell winter boots, uh, you're going to sell them throughout winter, but as soon as it starts to get cold, September, October, a lot of them. Yeah. And, you know, look for the products that aren't readily available everywhere on the shelf, everywhere you go. Look for products that are kind of, you know, Maybe even a little strange, hard to find, because that's the kind of stuff that will probably sell year round. Right. And the other thing, Chris made a good point before we were on, too, about uh, need items versus want items. Yes. And a lot of us buy items. I'll give you a perfect example. I just bought some flip-flops um, off of um, off eBay that I needed. And so they're kind of a need item. Like, clothing isn't necessarily like a, you have to have, like, a Gucci shirt or whatever, Jeans sell so good because they're kind of more of a neat item. People got to have pants and jeans. Shoes, people have to have. Flip-flops, I, I literally lost a pair of flip-flops. I broke a pair. So I had a Margaritaville pair that I lost one of. I can't find the other one. Yeah. The guest pair broke. And my Tommy Bahama pair are nowhere to be found at all. Yeah. And so I'm down three pair of flip-flops. I literally went to leave the house, and I'm like, I don't have any flip-flops <laughs> at all. But if you sell flip-flops, I'd imagine it's hard to source used flip-flops because they kind of wear out. Yeah, you know, and so you'd have to source wholesale like brand new. The pair I bought is brand new, actually. And so that's kind of more of a need thing rather than somebody that's buying and selling like Supreme T-shirts right. that you don't need. And so we were trying to figure out like um, – and without getting into like specific markets or products – like things that you need every single day. The cell phone market is really good because people need every single day. People break cell phones. We were at Starbucks this morning and a lady was behind us and uh, she outside in the parking lot and she put her phone on top of her car. And I think she was doing like a Facebook marketplace transaction. They were like yeah, buying. It look s- like that. Yeah. She had like some paintings from the mm-hmm. wall or something. And so she sold these items to this lady and she sat her phone on top of her car and I watched her get in her car and she put it in reverse I didn't even get it out of my mouth, and she realized it, and she ran out and got her phone off the roof before <laughs> she drove away. But that happens every day. So people in the cell phone market need phones. Need there's always products that people need. Um, clothing is a you know somewhat need market. Certain items, but um, 
you know, the video game market is not a need. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a want. And so you have to, you kind of have to judge products based on that. But just diversify. How, mm-hmm. You know, have stuff that people need, have stuff that people want. You know, it's, but back to what we were talking about before, like the panic, you know, when, when sales start to fall or something like that, you just can't waste time, like, sulking over it. No. That's not going to get you anywhere. No. Nope. Pivot, switch, do something different, you know, and and push forward like don't think about yesterday think about moving forward and and getting things changed trying new things you know new new techniques to get to get things moving i'll be i'll be transparent thursday so today's friday um we're recording this thursday yesterday i had a really really good sales day um and wednesday i had a horrible day so i'll give you guys an example of like a good day for me if i sell say three or $400 worth of merchandise. And this is, we're talking profit. I'm not talking gross sales, like three, $400 in profit. I'm feeling pretty good about the day. Most of you know my numbers. Um, on Wednesday, I think it might've been Tuesday, but I think it was Wednesday. I'd have to look back at QuickBooks. I don't know that I did a hundred dollars in profit. We had a horrendous well, it was a holiday. So yeah, it was 4th of July. Busy, That's right. Know? Was that Wednesday? It was 4th? Yeah, it was Wednesday. So I'm pretty sure it was the 4th, a horrendous day. And even if I'm expecting it, it still doesn't feel good to make no money. So yesterday I woke up. I don't even know that I went to sleep. And I did. I was just showing Chris some numbers. I did. And just on one product, I did like $480 in profit. And that didn't include anything else that I had sold. So it was really like wake up, start the day and keep going. Like I see so many people give up and it goes from one day to three days to five days to, oh my God, I didn't sell anything Friday. And they're messaging me on Monday or Tuesday about how bad their whole weekend was. And I was like, so everything went bad on Friday or Thursday and you didn't do anything different all weekend and you just let it continue through the whole weekend. And now you've wasted five days. (laughs) Yeah. I get mad at people. You can't, you can't do that because that's not how, you know, business works or reselling works. You can't, giving up it's just giving up gets you nowhere at least nope. if you continue to try um yep. you know you, you go down fighting i remember that could, that meme have you seen it where the that's the light the day in the life of an entrepreneur and it's the roller coaster that has like yeah. the yay oh shit and then it's like the roller yeah. coaster yeah. going up, up and, down. and down google or google the that. path to success like people think it's like this one straight line but then it's actually like spins all around yeah it's all in different yeah. google those memes that entre- day in the life of an entrepreneur memes You'll see what we're talking about. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's pretty good. Um, so the other side of it is, and uh, this is like kind of hitting on the not panicking, but when people move to other platforms or other products, a lot of times they know they have to change. The first part is kind of like the the denial stage. Like, oh, I've done this for so long. I'm just, it, it'll fix itself versus fixing it. You're, you know, doing something to fix it. When people have to do something to fix it and have to move on from what's, you know, the old saying, if it's not working, fix it. If it's, you know, don't fix it if it's not broken. Well, if you're not selling and you're not making money, it's broken. You got to fix it. People get scared because they're used to what they've done. And they're like, oh, I don't want to sell another product. I don't want to find another platform. Uh, I don't want to buy something different. I don't want to put my money in something. What's the first step in deciding that what you're doing is broken and you have to fix it? How do you get over the hump? You well, first of all, you have to always keep an open mind. You have to be, <laughs> you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone to pivot and to to change a direction. Um, basically, you know, you don't want to be those people on the Titanic, just thinking, oh, 
you know, I'm just going to hold on to this while it drags me down into the Atlantic. Like, you can't, you need to know when to let something go um, or when to move your attention from one project to another. You've had recent experience with that. And without getting into, again, specifics or products, recently I can recall one thing that you were working on for a while and now you've kind of backed off of it. Today I saw that you were kind of back into it a little bit, but... That was what three to six months ago. Yeah. And what it what kind of what was the signs that you needed to change, and what did you do? You know, it's it's just like I said, you you just have to think about you know the needs of your customer, what they're looking for, um, and and what they need, you know, what what they want. You I know? guess that, I guess my question is, was there like a sudden downturn? Was there one thing that like hit you in the face and was like, this isn't working? It's not good. Not in, not, not in particular. The thing is, is what I'm guilty of sometimes is I'll go in a direction and and kind of ease up on past projects and, and they start to suffer. So, you know, part of my thing is <clears throat> segmenting my time and applying, you know, effort and, and time and, into multiple things, you know, to where oh God, neither of them die. <laughs> we're back to you my know. time management yeah, it's issues. It's kind of, it's tough. It's just, it's really tough because you'll start a project and if you see potential in that project what what I tend to do is neglect the other the ones. previous ones and so and that's kind of a do- double negative I, I see that like okay so something is let's say you're making uh, I'll just throw a number out there 5,000 bucks a month on a project and it starts slipping and you you drop to like 4,000 and 3,000 you're like all right I got to work on something else and so you find something else that's working and you put all your time and effort into it and then the other project continues to go down you you can't even keep it where it was. The the I call it my robbing Peter to pay Paul. I always rob Peter of my time to pay Paul. And I've done it so many times. You know, back when we were doing, we did December of 2016, we did $18,000 in sales on Amazon for a month, which was really good for us. I know it was Christmas, but still 18000 in gross sales on Amazon in, in December of 2016. Um, by June of that, of the following year, of, of last year of 17, we were in half that number. And by the end of the year, we were even lower because I I bounced from Amazon to focusing on eBay, to focusing on YouTube, to focusing on social media, and just everything else just went downhill. Well, you know, I guess you have to sometimes look at when you might need some outside help to manage Mm. things. Um, You don't want to let anything you're doing get to the point of no return. Basically, I look at it as, think about like your, your... your i don't know the shape of like a mountain it goes up and then down you know or a mountain range yep um maybe that's not a good example but (laughs) what i'm trying to explain is there's a certain point where something gets so neglected that it almost it's impossible to turn around to climb back up so what you want to do is make sure that you don't neglect anything you have going that has you know potential and you feel like has potential and make sure that you you pacify it at least enough to keep it above water and keep it either growing or at least maintaining yeah because when you start to get a downturn and you start to get a you know and it's it's really hard i'm so guilty of that and there's certainly ups and downs in things but we mean like if you're doing five six thousand in profit on something 
and you let it slip to four or 35 or four, it's down, but don't let it go down to like where it's 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. Right. You don't want to lose, you know, whatever streams of income. Yeah. Right. What, and if it's market share, if it's, you know, a certain product that competitors may come in on and, and kind of take your momentum and stuff, that's, that's stuff you got to watch too, but it all depends on your market and kind of the product what you're and, selling yeah. and where you're selling it. But but it but it goes for I think a lot of things. It even goes for like relationships. It goes for a lot of different things in life. You know, you have to, you kind of have to sit back and and think about what things are important and will continue to be important to you in the future. On the next episode of this podcast, <laughs> relationships from Casey and Chris, how to not fall down the mountain. <laughs> that's that's true. You know what? Uh, I, somebody used to. One of Chris's best friends in the whole world locally, um, Drive Time with Dave, used to um, used to discuss. That's your buddy. He used to discuss um, relationships being like business and how you have to like cater to them and and not let the relationship you know get too neglected. So that's all I can think about when you say that, man. You know, I would have thought that Chris and Dave, after all this time, you guys shared a lot of good ideas. Like, I feel Maybe. like you, I, I feel know. like you were talking right. I, I saw Dave right in you when Uh-oh. you said that. Uh, he's not going to be happy about hearing that later. Hopefully, Drive Time, who is Drive Time, happens to be uh, maintaining his name right now. Driving Time across the country, he might Still, be listening. Huh? He might be listening to these podcasts as he rolls along oh, his I, his I RV. Bet he is. <laughs> I bet he is. So, uh, I bet he replays them. A, you know? a special shout out to Dave, who's probably somewhere between Nashville and St. Howdy, Louis. Dave. How you doing, Dave? Drive Time. He's uh, those of you that don't know, you can just Google drive time with Dave, but uh, he's in a 40, 40, what? 46, 48 foot RV with five children that are like nine, seven, five, three, and one and a wife. They just drove speaking of vacations from Tampa, Florida to Nashville, to St. Louis, to Mount Rushmore, to uh, like Yellowstone. And now they're on their return trip back. Wow. I don't know how far back they made it. That's quite a trek. That uh that that vacation has been six weeks. They left the day before June started. They left on like the thirtieth or the 29th or something. Wow. And it's now the sixth of July. So six week trip in an RV with five kids. Can could you imagine? Would you ever do that? Would you drive across the country? That sounds like could be pretty chaotic. It is. Yeah. So just to give you the highlights of the trip, two days in. The second toilet broke, which is the number two toilet, and it cost <laughs> it cost it cost him two grand to fix, wow. and a hundred miles out of his out of his way. Day four, the back tire blew. It was like a thousand dollars, and like day ten, his air conditioning went out or something. Can't have that and, this time. Again. Yeah, no. And we're talking about, I mean, what that RV that he's got's got to be like hundred fifty thousand dollars or something. Some big. It's a big RV. It's forty six or forty eight foot two bedroom RV. And so this isn't some cheap thing. And uh, that's the vacation. I told him, I said, I said, I talked to him on the phone a few days ago and I was like, man, I feel like the $5,000 in gas you spent and the $5,000 on repairs you spent for 10 grand, you could have flown all five of your kids out to like a five-star resort and stayed in some hotels. Yeah, that's different though. I, I'd imagine, I've never gone on an RV trip, but I imagine it's, I. it's probably pretty cool. It's different. You to, get to see so much. To you know? see the country. His kids, maybe they'll remember it. Uh, the oldest two will, but oh, for sure. they got to see Mount Rushmore, Yellowstone, Nashville. They drove through Music City. Well, they Kendall got just turned St. four, Louis. and so she was three in Jamaica. She, she remembers. Remember. She yeah. talks about it all the time. That's like, crazy. 
and that's the luck like being the entrepreneur and being able to go away like kids get to experience things that most kids don't get to experience or get to see and then she'd get to you know you guys went on the disney cruise i think yeah, the last we've one. Been on Disney cruise. A lot of people ask me about the Disney cruise. If you have any questions, feel free to ask Chris. He knows sure. everything there is about cruises. Um, rich guy vacations. Oh yeah. You know. I need um, to start a little travel agency. On travel the side. agency. There we, go. we could we could plug the travel. See, that's something I am passionate about. Cruise, cruise, cruises so. with Chris on the next episode. We Man, go. we've got relationships. Cruises with Chris. We've got content for the next We're couple spinning of weeks. Off here. <laughs> Hopefully, people. I didn't even tell Chris. He hasn't done this. I got to give him the logins. Our podcast, and thank you guys to everyone who watched, we're almost at a 1,000 listens on wow. this podcast on That's cool. before I uploaded the other single episode. So. Oh, that won't get much. Uh, I, haven't looked at the, no, the, yeah. I haven't looked at the listens. They're waiting for, for, for me to come I on, think so. they were waiting for the return. So <laughs> we, we may title this podcast The Return of Chris. That might be the podcast. For pod- my long, his long know, sabbatical. Yeah, sabbatical, yeah. He was actually working because – his business was crashing and he had to fix it. Yeah, it's <laughs> the plane was spinning in, in the toilet. Never. <laughs> Everything's good now, right? Do you see an upcrease? Sure. A lot of questions that I got was, do you see an uptick in business happening next month, July, August, or do you see it waiting till the last minute of fourth quarter? What do you see for the next six months? Um, I'm thinking there's going to be B one uh, coming up, you know, here at, towards the end of summer, I think. But and then through fourth quarter and everything too and prime day too always you know 17th, we, do, we right? do a lot with amazon so i think it's a 16th. 16th yeah it's actually the 16th through the 18th it's, it's like it's like the uh, weekend 50 hours long or something like that that's so, amazon prime day whether you guys sell on amazon or your shoppers make sure you do check that out yeah even if you don't have prime day products like uh lightning deals or anything just the, the overall traffic. traffic on the website everybody's buying stuff on amazon they're pushing a lot of um, you know marketing and stuff to drive traffic through the website. Right. So that usually boosts you up for a couple of days. Um, the advertising depending. I've seen the Prime Day things popping up on half the websites I've been on yeah. relentlessly. So make sure but, if you get your inventory up if you do. Yeah, and two like with any business, just fine tuning and making sure that you're kind of ready for what's coming next is is key and. Um, just making sure that you're feeding, like for Amazon, for instance, you you have to make sure you're feeding it product. If you're not feeding the beast, is what they say, yeah. um, obviously your sales will decrease. So, yep. um, you know, it, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. People take the summer and go on these vacations and don't work hard, but you've got to be prepping now for August, September, October. Because fourth quarter starts October, but sales will start coming in. If you are an online seller, make sure that you're ready for that. Not to mention if you um, if you have a business that's seasonal, that's you know down for summer, because a lot of businesses, regardless of them, are down seasonally. People spend money on cruises. They spend money on uh, airfare. They spend money on going to the beach. And while they're gone, people are not at their computer shopping as much. So that's why everything is um, is down. And so make sure when they get back on vacation, right around when school start, like the last week of August. I think it's like the second or third. Second a week. Yeah. So right around that time, people are going to be more in. They're away from the beaches. They're home. They're going to be at their computers. That's when I see sales are going to start going up. Uh, I'm coming up with a plan to fix my sales now because they are down a lot. Um, and I'm going to get together a plan to help everyone else that you know watches me to try to get ready for We've got we've got six weeks till I see that happening, and I'm going to be gone two of those weeks. So fantastic! Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll be doing some double time in Vegas this year. Um, 
Yeah, so that's kind of our... Uh, well, our you don't th- gamble, so that's good. I don't gamble. So you don't eat up time sitting and gambling tables. and, and no. most likely losing money. So. No, but I get I get a little inebriated, and then I want to try to work, and that's not good either because yeah. I make mistakes hey, when it's, I work. It'd be better to work while inebriated mm. than to gamble. Than gamble, yeah. We, so. we did a little gambling last year with Chris at a blackjack table. Hey, we let a, a few hundred bucks last quite yeah. a long time. Well, we were there, there for like two hours. New York, New York. New York, it? New York, yeah. yep. We were sit- this is the funny, that we'll, we'll leave you with this story. We're sitting at a blackjack table, and uh, they brought us drinks because we were gambling, and I gave Kate like, I want to say it was like $100, and I think I had like $100. We went through like 200 bucks, which was ridiculous for us. That was all the money we spent the whole time we were there. And um, we sit down, and it was me and and the four of us and Chris's wife, and there's this guy sitting at the head of the table to the right of us, and he's got this weird shirt. I can't remember what the shirt was, but whatever it was, it caused us to talk to him. And he was there. Chris remembers this. This guy was there for a hacker convention in Las Vegas, and we chatted with him for quite a while and he's just like yeah you know the hackers and i said something about don't does vegas get scared about hackers being in the casino or something and the guy just gave us like all these weird cryptic answers about like how remember his phone he didn't have a smartphone that's he right. He told us he wouldn't bring he, like a, an iPhone. That's right. Or, or yeah, he wasn't to the conference because he was too scared of the people at the conference yeah. that could hack the phones. And I think we, we all looked at our phones like, uh oh. And I think the blackjack guy that was dealing us was a little nervous, like, because we're having this conversation while we're all you know playing back blackjack. But I will say we lost two hundred dollars. So. Yeah, and I don't think the guy did very well either. I don't so think I don't he think either. he was like hacked into their system by any means. No, he was he was ordering <laughs> drinks. He made me more nervous than anyone. I was like, oh, I'm ready to go now. But no, we don't gamble, so that's kind of my plus side on Vegas. Uh, I still will figure out how to spend like fifteen hundred dollars in five days. Though. You didn't do the big uh, Ferris wheel last time, did you? No, you got to do it this. I've time. never done the really Ferris nice. wheel. Really fun. So I, my mom is going with us course my mom is 62 years old and my dad they've never been to vegas they've traveled the world they've never been to vegas and i asked her i called her night before last i said mom what show do you want to do um i want to make sure we can get tickets i want to see if it's something we can get there or whatever my mom goes i want to see the ventriloquist girl with the puppet i'm like we're going to vegas you seen her the girl? No, the little girl. I know there's Terry Fader, the, the guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, so that's who she wanted to see, but it's, he's not performing any um, of the nights were there. Yeah, so there's a girl. Her name is Darcy Lynn. She won like America's Got Talent. Oh, okay. She's like 12 years old, and she has a little puppet named Petunia that sings. She's really good. My mom's like, I want to see the ventriloquist. So I'm like, I'm going all the way to Las Vegas to watch a ventriloquist. Just don't take her to see Zumanity. Zumanity? No, I, <laughs> we did. We saw Zumanity last Do year. Do a Cirque show. Take her to it. Has she been to a Cirque She's been show? to Cirque here okay. in Orlando before it closed. They're um, so cool. Yeah, we saw Circus. Uh, we saw Ka without you guys two years before that. And then we saw Zumanity last year, which was really good. Zumanity was great. Yeah, it's a little weird. But, was, you know. There were two girls swimming in a wine giant wine glass of water. Yeah. Uh, there was a little uh, small person swinging from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Politically correct, guys. Small person. Small it's person. a little person. It's a little yeah. person, I think, yeah. but So that show is a little odd. Any of you that haven't seen Zumanity or never been to Vegas, look it up. You'll see it. It's 18 and above, just in case you're wondering. Hmm. I'll have to talk my mom into some kind of like magic show or something. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. What do, what do I do with a 62-year-old woman that's never been to Vegas? 
I'm not sure. <laughs> just keep her inside. It's hot. Hot, yeah. yeah. And it's the heat wave. Does she gamble? No. Hmm. She'll play like a $20 slot machine yeah. for an hour, but nope, my parents don't gamble. They don't drink alcohol. There's just a lot to see. You yeah, know, I think she's everything's gonna, real fancy there. Take her to Bellagio, the garden and stuff yeah. inside is really. Her really walking cool. is gonna be. I'm gonna have to keep an eye on it with the heat and the heat wave going on. I don't know where everyone is listening from, but I know the whole country's like 110 degrees right now, wow. like across the middle. You haven't seen that, the heat wave? No. It was like 115 degrees in St. Louis or something. Oh. It was nuts. So, well, I will look at the viewership later. I'll check where all you nice, fine people are watching or listening to us from. Um, make sure you do leave us messages. You can check the voicemails. Uh, I'll make sure I get content up while we're gone in Vegas. I leave the 23rd. I come back the 29th. But in the meantime, we'll have another uh, podcast up next week. We have Chris back. Yay! Insert the fake applause from the audience. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! Leave questions for him, concerns, problems, issues, complaint department. I'll direct you in that direction if you need. Otherwise, we appreciate you guys watching, listening, and wherever you're from. Stay cool in the summer. Make some money. Keep working. Don't give up. And uh, if it's broken, fix it. If it's not broken, don't fix it improve it improve it that's right all right we're gonna let you guys go we'll see you we'll hear from you and we'll talk to you next time thanks so much chris any last words uh have a good weekend roll that outro music <laughs>